Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam of Wrestling, and this is the Monday Night Raw review for September 16, 2019. If this is your first time on the channel, make sure to hit that subscribe button. We here at Slam of Wrestling cover all stuff pro wrestling related, which includes review for Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, and New Japan as well. So this week's Raw was pretty interesting show, which kicked off with the Universal Champion Seth Rollins, who got a mixed reaction from the Knoxville crowd. Rollins was doing Michael Cole's job here by talking about all the stuff that happened at Clash of Champions, from him and Braun losing the Raw Tag titles to surviving a hellacious Universal title match against Braun, to getting attacked by the Fiend. Crowd started chanting Yawi Wawi. After a result of all this stuff, uh, Rollins would officially announce that he's going to defend the Universal Championship against the Fiend inside Hell in a Cell. Bray Wyatt would interrupt with a short Firefly Funhouse segment. Wyatt said that um, he was very un- he was very happy to see Seth Rollins, who he called him as his future best friend. He was very happy to see that Seth was okay. Seth started replying to Wyatt, but was cut off by a rambling rabbit, who was shouting, "Run, Seth, run!" Wyatt would scare away rambling rabbit. Wyatt continued saying everyone makes mistakes and even Rollins himself has made mistakes in the past and has been forgiven for them but the fiend the fiend doesn't forgive and forget and that's why he quote unquote said hello to Rollins at Clash of Champions and also warned Rollins that he could do that again tonight that was the end of the segment so it was announced that uh, later on Bailey and Sasha Banks will be facing the women's tag team champions Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and in the main event Seth Rollins will be facing one half of the Raw tag team champion Robert Roode. Braun Strowman was seen walking with an angry mood. Charlie Caruso tried to get an interview uh, asking, asking, asking him about Clash of Champions. Strowman shouted and said that whoever he sees next in the ring will get these hands. Which he did when he interrupted both Raw and SmackDown tag team champions Rude and Ziggler and the Revival laying all four guys out. Technically Braun Strowman once again buried the tag team division. I don't have a lot to say on this. Uh, Everybody knows how WWE treats their tag team division. Honestly this was a horrible idea. Strowman could have beaten up any jobber or any undercard guy instead. Moving on, we had a six-man tag team match uh, featuring the OC against Cedric Alexander and the Viking Raiders. A very fun match. Uh, Stas got the victory for his team by pinning Alex by pinning Alexander following a phenomenal forearm. Post-match, the OC started beating up Alexander until the Viking Raiders cleared the ring. At one point, Ivar would take out both Gallows and Anderson from a top rope dive inside the ring. Alexander Alexander and Styles started brawling inside the ring. Alexander was looking for a top rope Harikarana on Styles, but Styles countered into a brutal looking Styles clash from the second rope. Carmela and R-Truth were seen in a museum in Knoxville with a special tour guide making his WWE debut none other than the mayor of Knoxville County, Glenn Jacobs. Truth was having trouble recognizing 
who this guy really was and for some reason was calling him a president jacobs offered both carmela and truth elmo right to check out knoxville and that wasn't the last we would see about the and that wasn't the last we would see of the 24/7 title we had the king of the ring finals with baron corbin facing chad gable a cool match by the way gable tried to take down corbin during the early parts of the match but corbin countered and at one point uh, while the two were outside corbin sent gable flying onto the ring announcer chair there was another instance in the match where corbin does that spot by sliding outside the ring run around the post and get inside and hit a close line uh, gable here countered into a countered it into a rolling german suplex spin for a near fall final parts of the match saw gable trying to lock in the ankle lock submission but corbin countered gable started charging towards corbin who was in the corner but corbin caught gable spun him around into a beautiful transition into the end of days 1 2 3 Baron Corbin is the 2019 king of the ring and the coronation of king corbin will be done on smackdown speaking of smackdown make sure to check out the smackdown review dropping tomorrow on the channel so for that hit the hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell notification to know when the video really drops next we had a stupidly hilarious segment that i have ever seen in wwe So this was a a Maria Kanellis gender reveal party hosted by the Street Profits. Maria thanked everybody who came for the party and revealed that it's a baby boy. She was further saying that uh, everybody knows who the real father is. Maria said it's Ricochet. Street Profits reacted to this in a funny way. Ricochet started clarifying that uh, Maria is lying and he's he has nothing to do with this. Mike slapped Ricochet and challenged him to a match. On to the match, uh, Ricochet was still trying to explain that he was not he has nothing to do with this. But Mike wasn't in the mood to listen. Um Ricochet Ricochet would beat Mike uh, in a quick match with a recoil. Mike was laying there uh devastated. but there was more maria came out and confirmed that ricochet is not the father and started questioning mike of how he's going to prove that he is worthy of being a father to the unborn child so she decided to reveal who the real father is rusev's music hit rusev was out with a new facial look and was in great shape by the way Mike started explaining to Rusev that uh, he doesn't want a match with him. He even went out to say that uh, he has no problem Rusev being the father and started to run away but uh, was caught by Rusev. Ru- Rusev started beating up Mike all over ringside getting after finally getting him inside the ring for the match and beating and beat Mike and beat Mike with a machka kick followed by the accolade. I don't know what the hell this segment was but boy this was entertaining another firefly for now segment uh, braveheart was teasing another new friend that is seth rollins to join his wall of friendship slash wall of victims it was glen jacobs and r truth again this time in a football stadium jacobs 
was explaining the stuff. Uh, Jacobs was explaining uh, truth uh, about the stuff that makes Knoxville so great. He even introduced a police officer to to truth, who was revealed to be a referee. Truth, uh, realizing the situation, decided to exit the spot, but he accidentally ran into a pole. Jacobs took uh, advantage of the opportunity, pinned Truth to become the new 24/7 champion. Truth would uh, later get back the title from Jacobs after following Jacobs, who came to the arena where Raw was being held. He was there for some big red reasons. See what I did there. So that's. So that was the 24/7 segment. Um, next we had Rey Mysterio vs Cesaro. Cesaro cut a pre-match promo on Rey Mysterio that uh, he shouldn't have listened to his kid and come back to the ring. And next, and the next time he shows up, uh, and the next time he shows up here, uh, he's gonna beat him up. Mysterio went straight after Cesaro. Uh, final moments of the match came uh, when uh, Mysterio hit uh, the 619 and was going for the seated sent on but caught was caught by Cesaro. Mysterio countered it into a sunset powerbomb pin for a 1-2-3. Next they were showing all the media outlets covering the news about the WWE draft that's gonna happen that's gonna take place on October 11th on SmackDown and October 14th on Raw. We next saw AOP cutting a promo. Ekam was speaking in Punjabi, so cool to hear a Punjabi promo in WWE. Reza on the other hand was speaking in Albanian. Both were explaining their uh, absence since WrestleMania. They were saying that they make money by fighting. They couldn't make any in MMA because nobody wanted to fight them. So that's why they came to WWE. But people here don't want them around. Because everyone here complains that they hurt people in the ring. They claimed that the tag team division uh, is soft and weak and warned that they should be given the opportunity that they have earned or they will make their own opportunity. They claimed that they are the future of the tag team division and the future will be written in pain. This promo really won me over because this is the most exciting AOP has ever been since they have been on the main roster and can't wait till they make their in-ring return. Next we had Sasha Banks uh, and Bailey versus Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Bliss was taken out of this match uh, early on due to a leg injury. Finish of the match came when Banks uh, locked in the bank statement on N- Nikki Cross for a tap out victory. Post match uh, Banks was about to beat up Cross with a chair but Becky Lynch came out with her own chair. Until ba- Bailey came out with her own chair. Charlotte would come out for the save to take out Bailey on the entrance on the entrance ramp. In the ring, Becky attacked Sasha uh, with a chair, and that was it. After this, Sasha cut a promo backstage uh, on Becky Lynch. Sasha stated that uh, Sa- Sasha stated that this is far from over, and she wants a rematch at Hell in a Cell. Lynch would later on accept the rematch, but she added that she doesn't want this match just at Hell in a Cell, but inside. Hell in a Cell. So this is mostly a guarantee that uh, this Raw Women's Championship match will be taking place inside Hell in a Cell. Next up, uh, Lacey Evans versus Dana Brooke. Uh, Evans got the victory here with a woman's right followed by the sharpshooter which means the short feud between 
her and Adela is still gonna continue, I guess. Main event time, uh, Seth Rollins taking on Robert Roode. Rollins was going to get the victory here, but Ziggler uh, came in to break the pin and caused a disqualification here. The OC would join in to attack Rollins. Demon Kane would come out for the save, took out everybody inside. Uh, he gave a choke slam to Luke Gallows, uh, followed by a double choke slam to both AJ Styles and Carl Anderson. After all this, uh, Kane was going for his signature explosion until the lights started going off and the fiend Bray Wyatt would show up, took out Kane with the mandible claw and started crawling towards Rollins who was frozen in fear and that's how the show went off air. So about this Bray Wyatt being put in the universal title picture, I got no problem with this unless they overexposed this character to the point of boredom. Like we had 4 Firefly Fun Now segment in this show. I hope they don't do uh, this every week now uh, or there won't be any difference between uh, Bray Wyatt or any other superstar who has been affected who has been affected because of overexposure. So that was Monday Night Raw. So you guys tell me uh, what did you think about this show in the comment section below or on social media. You can find Slam Up Wrestling on Facebook, Twitter at Slam Up W, Instagram at Slam Up Wrestling. About our podcast and reviews, they are mainly audio based and you don't want and if you don't want your YouTube app running for that, uh, you can check out Slam Up Wrestling on Anchor and even Spotify. We will see you guys on the Smackdown review till then goodbye.